Uh, well, my regular chat that I have with the opposition leader, Chris Minns. G'day, Chris. How are you, mate? Well, thanks, Marcus. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. Anytime. Nice to see you yesterday in Parliament, even yeah. briefly. Um, yeah, I was getting an escort, escort around the joint. I haven't been there for, for many years. I... I love history, Chris, and that was something that I really enjoyed yesterday, looking through all of the old rooms, um, soaking up the history. I mean, it must be just a pleasure. Look, politics aside, it must be a pleasure calling that your workplace. Yeah, it's a beautiful old building, and you can really feel the history when you're there, even if you're sitting on the opposition bench. And so many people that built the state uh, have come through that parliament and you're right it's an absolute privilege and it, and it humbles you I think every time you walk in there even if you're a humble backbencher or a visitor or anybody else it's a great it's a great part of Sydney and New South Wales history. Yeah well yesterday I saw democracy in action there were questions being asked and I noticed a bit of scurrying around by the uh, the health minister is there any wonder because he's copying a bit of backlash even from the head of the party and the current premier Dominic Perrottet over I guess what is advice from the chief medical officer to extend these these current laws if you like uh, that would allow you know, a shutdown or restrictions to be increased at a whim beyond their extension date next year. That's right. Obviously, there's a concern about that. I think that's probably based uh, on justifiable grounds. If you think about what Western Sydney in particular went through during the lockdown, there was two Sydneys, two different sets of rules applied to Sydney metropolitan area. The area that I represent and the suburb that I live in were subject to tough restrictions, curfews, worker permits, severe restrictions that were in place. So um, I can understand why many people in New South Wales are concerned about these health orders because they weren't applied uniformly to the 5.5 million people that live in Sydney. I haven't actually seen the bill. It got knocked over inside the coalition party room, so it's difficult for me to say whether we'd support it or oppose it, but at the end of the day... You have to be very careful about people's civil liberties here. Well, that's true. And, uh, look, I think Dominic Perrottet is living up to his reputation. I, I think he's more of a live with the COVID-19 pandemic than shut everything down. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, after some... Uh, some discussions yesterday. I think we'll see an easing of uh, of these, you know, uh, laws which enable the health minister just to shut things down on a whim, maybe early next year. Certainly not into 2023. Well, they certainly need to be subject to review, and they need to be tightly and closely looked at. Uh, we need to understand what the implications would be if they're applied right throughout the Sydney metropolitan area, and, and also there needs to be safeguards in place, whether that's the Civil and Administrative Review Tribunal or yeah. other review mechanisms. That's only sensible in a democracy, particularly when you're putting such tight restrictions. We understand it needs to happen during a pandemic, but it can't just happen uh, without oversight and close scrutiny from the public elected representatives. All right, nobody likes garbage being put in their backyard, Chris. Let's be honest, Newcastle City Council has ramped up its opposition to Dominic Perrottet's plan to dump dredged sludge at the Port City. The Lord Mayor has issued a minute opposing the government's waste management plan. Uh, we know earlier this week it was reported the transport of New South, for New South Wales documents have revealed 12,000 cubic metres of toxic sludge from the construction of the Beaches Link and Gore Hill Freeway will be disposed of in Newcastle. No wonder they're upset. Yeah, look, I mean, I think this is just another nail in the coffin for the beaches, Link. You've got a situation where more than $10 billion of taxpayer money is spent on this 
tunnel that will go underneath the harbour. Many of the locals don't want it to go ahead in any event. And the fast-growing western suburbs of Sydney, where the vast majority of immigration and population increases are being focused, is not getting the public transport links and services that they need and deserve. So, yeah, 12,000 cubic metres of toxic sludge, including the PFAS toxic chemical, on the way up to Newcastle under this proposal, and I think it's an absolute scandal. Uh, You'd remember, Marcus, that the community in Newcastle have been fighting against PFAS contamination at the Air Force airport for the last few years, and now the New South Wales government's going to ship even more up there. Well, I mean, this uh, dredged sludge can't be disposed of offshore. It includes toxic materials, heavy metals, lead, mercury, copper, silver and zinc, um, and dioxins as well. They're all present there. I mean, I wouldn't want it in my backyard. No, exactly right. No consultation with the port, no consultation with the council. The mayor's opposed to it. And, you know, this government's got a pretty shocking record when it comes to toxic... Uh, remediation, just look at the Camellia Gardens fiasco in Western Sydney, tells you everything you need to know. So this is not fair to the people in Newcastle. We need to do something about it. Is it a done deal, though? Uh, is it going to go ahead regardless? Or? It's hard to know. I mean, we, we dug it up through a uh, the, the EIS, the Environmental Impact Statement, for the yeah. Beaches Tunnel. So it was buried, <laughs> buried deep in that report. Marcus, but we've dug it out sure. and exposed it. Yep. be interesting to see what the government's next move is. I hope common sense prevails and they say, look, we're not going to impose this on the people in Newcastle. It's not fair to them. No, fair enough. All right, good to have you on, Chris. We'll chat again next week. Thank you for your time. Anytime, Marcus. Lovely to see you yesterday. Bye, mate. You too, mate. All right, State Opposition Leader Chris Minns.